0: This episode of Friends Fit 40s is all about the little things, little ways that you can up your activity, little things that you can do each day to keep your body healthy, and little moments that you can take to celebrate yourself. Get your notebooks ready. Friends Fit 40s is coming up. Friends Fit 40s is brought to you by Laura Mullenbrook and Stephanie Whiteman. This is a podcast about our fitness and wellness journey. We are two working moms who seek to live our best life. However, we are novices in the world of fitness. We are excited to share our ups, our downs,
1: and our roadblocks. Our journey has led us to emphasize the value of friendship, cooperation over competition, and celebrating the small victories along the way. This podcast is an invitation for you to laugh with us and actively construct your best day today and then again tomorrow. Welcome to Friends Fit
0: 40s. So this episode of Friends Fit 40s is all about the little things that you can do in your life that are teeny tiny changes that add up to a whole lot. So Laura, you're going to talk to us all about being neat
1: Not neat and tidy. Being really cool. Not being really (laughs) cool or awesome. But non-exercise activity thermogenesis. What? Neat. So (laughs) it's a term I've heard before. Okay. And it's the energy expended for everything we do that's not sleeping, eating, or sports-like exercise. Okay. So you're going to have to break this down for me a little bit more. So it's the type of energy expended when you're working, when you're typing, when you're doing yard work, when you're fidgeting, when you're just maybe you're tapping your foot on, okay. the, on the bus while you're. So anything you're doing that's not eating, sleeping or actually work at the gym.
0: OK, so like I've seen a lot of bicycles under work desks these days?
1: Like uh, this little thing that you pedal like a bike? Probably. Is yeah. that neat? Yes. Yes. Okay. I would think so. I mean, I'm not, I'm not the one who created it, but it sounds like, yes, that would be because you're sitting there at your desk and you're going ahead and burning some more energy while you're working. Okay, so tell so, me more about it. Again, what does it stand for? It stands for Non-Exercise Activity Thermogenesis, so N-E-A-T. Okay, so the non-exercise activity is the
0: activity that happens when you're not exercising. Right. And, so like when
1: you're walking to the store, when okay. you're grocery shopping, you're burning calories, but you're not sprinting through the store. Okay, I get that part. So how about the thermogenesis part? (laughs) So, I mean, I am not a scientist, but I am thinking that that is the raise in your basal metabolic rate. Therefore, you're burning the calories.
0: Okay, so it's when your body is burning calories or expending energy, maybe? Yes. During the times that is not specifically earmarked for exercise.
1: There you go. Okay. So, you know... Oftentimes, I feel like, I I know I'm guilty of this sometimes, especially after a long run day, you know, when we burn, I don't know what, 900 something crazy calories. We burn pizza calories (laughs) is what we burn. That's right. But, you know, you go to the gym or you go on your long run and then you give yourself permission to do nothing the rest of the day. So you're just sitting Mm. and I think that can be counterproductive because, Then you're not all your neat energy is is, you're not you don't have much neat energy that day. Okay. so you want to continue to go about your day and whether it's grocery shopping or yard work or food prep or even just fidgeting while you read a book or watch TV, because all those little calories burned are going to add up. Researchers out there say that it's not necessarily your exercise calories that you burn that can can help you reach your goals every time but also all those all that neat adding up okay and so you know that's why they suggest parking farther from the store walking to work if that's something that you're able to do because of where your work is located just setting an alarm to move if you're watching a show or you're if you're going a Netflix binge, go ahead and in between each episode, do some jumping jacks. Something to move and continuing to add up those non-exercise movements because they're going to make a difference. So when my watch tells me to move. You should move. Do I should something. move. Like a couple jumping jacks. Okay. You know, something. You know, walk the length of the room. There are lots of little ways that you can get that neat so
0: what are some of these ways that you're thinking of that we can do to increase that daily activity?
1: Non-activity. Yes. You know, you could just even take a quick walk in the morning before you even leave for work. It doesn't have to be long. It could be a couple of minutes. Um, but that just starts you off, if, especially if you don't work out exercise in the morning, that starts your steps up a little bit. Right. Because you're going to get a few steps in. Okay, so I
0: don't do this, and I feel like I should. However, I have to leave for work at
1: 6.30 a.m.
0: So my walk probably needs to start at
1: 6.15. Or, I mean, if you have to leave at 6.30, I mean, you could walk at 6.20. Right. And you get know, 10 I mean, minutes
0: in. Yeah. Just
1: a nice, slow, like, mosey with right. the dog. Right. Okay. All right. Um, I do that. Yeah. Yeah. Or walk the dog a little further. Yeah. You know, if that's something that you have to do in the morning anyways, walk when you're on the phone. So whether you're calling somebody and talking that way or if you're texting, um, stand up and move while you're doing it. Park further away. That's a classic. Uh, and I find myself doing that, especially now with the fall weather. I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm going to just park a little further out and and take a few steps because it's it's the weather's nice. The breeze feels good on my skin and I just want to enjoy the sunshine. So I've been doing that here recently as well as um, walk during your lunch. That could be oh, something, yeah. you know, I know a lot of people in the business offices around our town tend to do that. And What I thought of myself is make copies at the copier that's further away oh, from yes. your work desk. I can do that. There's a copy machine upstairs. Instead <laughs> of the one right next to you. Yeah. Um, listen to an audiobook while you walk because then you're filling your brain as well as filling your neat.
0: All kinds of interesting ways to think about adding that little bit of neat. Yes. To your day. Because I love it. gotta add up. And yeah. um, it's going to make a difference I think I'm going to try the walk every morning I'm going to do only 10 minutes But I'm going to add 10 minutes to my morning Okay. And when you were talking about parking further away Like I knew this but I don't And so I need to
1: Well like, uh, I mean if you're running late That might not be the best plan But you know if you're going to the store I, yeah. I feel like that's an easy thing to do And is you're going to add a few more steps And that's just a little bit more neat Yeah So it's neato or neater or- That's right Super, super duper neat. I don't know. All right. We'll take it. Thank you, Uh, Laura. So, Stephanie, I've got you planning to do a little bit more neat and taking a walk in the morning. You've got me remembering to put my sunscreen on each and every time we go out for a run. I know that you're very passionate about this. It is a simple, small, quick task, but it's so important. Can you tell us more?
0: Yes. My running philosophy is if you can see daylight out, put the sunscreen on.
1: Okay. So that means year round.
0: Year round, all the time, put the sunscreen on. And it's hard because it makes you sweat sometimes. I use an... A Vino daily moisturizer that has sunscreen in it that it allows me to breathe through breathe, it yeah and then I put on a second sunscreen when I'm going to be outside for more than just walking to the car to my job or whatever okay. it is Any time that I anticipate being out 5 10 15 minutes even I'll put on something else
1: that will protect me even more obviously we, we know the reasons why we need to wear sunscreen but why are you so passionate?
0: Well, because I was diagnosed with skin cancer at the age of 32. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And I freaked out. So, the skin cancer that I got was a uh, squamous cell skin cancer, which is of the skin cancers not as serious as a melanoma. But But still scary. Scary and more serious than a basal cell. Um, It is one that can metastasize if it's not caught quick enough. Now, I was lucky that it was caught early and that they were able to remove it fairly easily. However, after that diagnosis, I was very, very adamant about making sure that I was using sunscreen all the time. I never was out in the sun a lot. and so I'm just one of those folks that was unlucky. and actually the spot that I got the skin cancer on was one that was never burned much maybe wow. if at all. It was kind of on my upper thigh. Okay. Um, and I was not much of a swimmer when I was a kid right and so and you didn't like shorts and I didn't like shorts. Right. I were you know, I did a lot of things inside not much of an athlete. <laughs> I think we covered that
1: in one wow. of the earlier where episodes. where have you come? you come right? so far.
0: And so I had a lot of conversations with my doctor about how could this even happen. Right. Uh, and he's like, it does. It happens, you know, and we can't necessarily explain it. But thank goodness that there is a lot of good medical technology out there that can help it. So at the age of 32, I was diagnosed with a squamous cell. And then about five years later, I had a basal cell on my face. Oh, wow. And had to have surgery to have that removed off my face. Now, again, very meticulous about sunscreen. Right. And not a lot of times that I've just gone out and baked myself. Right. But still need to be aware of it and need to work really hard in order to make sure that I'm doing the absolute best that I can. And then be thankful for all the doctors and medical technologies out there and scientists that are doing the research in order to help you know, make
1: sure that we're all safe and that we're all healthy from these things when we get them. Right. Because it's such a simple little thing to put the sunscreen on. Yes. To keep yourself healthy. Yeah. And not have those diagnoses. Yes. So, okay.
0: So I use Alba sunscreen. Um, it's the one that I like because my body has reacted to a lot of sunscreens. Mm. Uh, I use sunscreen so much that I tend to break out after using it for a chunk of time. So, like anything Neutrogena is out of the picture for me at this point. Okay. Alba is the one that I found to be. in terms of it doesn't feel like I'm caking stuff on Mm -hmm. and it definitely protects me. It's also coral reef safe which was important especially when we were in the Keys traveling, making sure that we had sunscreens that were going to be okay for all the fish that we were with or whatever it was that we were doing. It just just felt better to be coral reef safe. (laughs) Yeah, that that seems like (laughs) appropriate
1: at that place.
0: And Alba smells good so I can get my lavender scented Alba and feel like I'm putting on something That's almost luxurious while I'm putting on sunscreen. So I like that as well. There are sunscreen for people that do a lot of sports and sweat a lot. Mm -hmm. And most of those are really expensive. And so I haven't tried a lot of them. But if Alba gives me any trouble or anything like that, then I might go and try some of these other brands that I would have to order online.
1: Now, have you tried the chemical versus the mineral? And do you have a preference? Yes. So
0: I tried the mineral one, um, especially because it had gotten such high ratings in Mm -hmm. some of the magazines that I had read every single spring. I I pour through the magazines and try to figure out what are the highest rated sunscreens because I obviously need something that protects my skin. And I don't like the mineral ones. I feel like I'm a ghost with them on. It just leaves a white residue. Right. And so I like the ones that I can rub in a little bit better. But that's just my personal preference. And I do know that there are other issues with those that the mineral ones can sit on top of your skin and they might be safer to right. wear. But at this point, Alba is the one that I feel like I can wear every day.
1: And you're and you're using it every day. So yeah. that's the important piece.
0: The other thing that I do is go to a dermatologist once a year to make sure that I get those skin checks. Because I know that preventative care is one mm-hmm. of the best ways that I can take care of my skin. And it's a little thing. Because you can walk in and they it's a 15-minute check. And then you know... That, you know, you're okay for the moment. Like, everything's going to be okay. So the last time I was at the dermatologist, they recommended something called niacinamide to take twice daily, which they said for people like me Mm -hmm. that have had uh, skin cancer in the past, it actually helps them prevent future incidents of skin cancer. Okay. I don't quite know why this works. Um, Now, this is a... Vitamin,
1: a mineral, a medicine.
0: Yeah, vitamin B three is what it is, and it was super cheap. I went on Amazon and got two hundred and forty capsules for like twelve dollars. Okay. So I was like, you know what? It's vitamin B three. This is a water soluble vitamin. This is like essentially anything that my body isn't absorbing, I'm going to pee out. Right. It's not. There's no risk of toxicity with it. Yes. So for twelve bucks. A couple times a year. This is totally worth the
1: effort. Right. Right. Well, and B is good for energy. Yeah. As well. So, and we're expending that with, with our running. So So yeah. I just dual purpose. Ordered,
0: I ordered a big old container of it and I told every single person that I knew, you know, it's worth a shot. You wouldn't ever know in the long run if it was helping or not. Right. But, right. but if but it does, what is it isn't gonna work, right, yeah. What is it? What is it gonna hurt? Yeah. And so she recommended that. She also recommended SPF shirts for working out. Those are, you know, those shirts that you can just put on and then you don't have to worry about the sunscreen because they're SPF 50 or SPF whatever. And the sun just isn't getting through them. Right. I worked out with one of them on and I sweated so much that I was like, I'm going to put on my Alba. And I'm going to give myself some grace because I was worried for so long about going outside and just doing anything that, you know, I wanted to I want to enjoy the outside and I want to enjoy the sun I and all of those things. So I am still working to find an SPF shirt that's going to work for me.
1: OK, when I do, I will be sure to let you we'll know. let you know that's right. <laughs> I know you're really adamant about sunscreen and I am actually have gotten much better. In fact, I put it on in the mornings because I know I'm going to be outside for about an hour with my students. So I, you know, slather it on everywhere. But what about bug spray? Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us, tell us your thoughts on that.
0: Well, I feel like I need bug spray because the mosquitoes will eat me alive if I don't. They love me. They just love the way you taste. Yes. It's like they're going to gobble you up. Yes. I, in fact, if I feel the hate from my teenagers, I can just go outside and go by a marshy swampy area and I will feel love from something. Okay. <laughs> okay. Maybe don't recommend that. But no. what, what's what is what your favorite um bug spray? So this was really important to me as well because I didn't want to use the deep All the time, especially with as much as the, the mosquitoes tend to like me. So it'd be something that I would be spraying on a lot, especially because we run outside a lot and I do a lot of gardening these days. So I found the Cutter Lemon Eucalyptus Bug Spray to be the best one for me. It actually does work for the most part. I don't think it works as well as DEET. But when I spray it on, I can definitely tell a difference between like multiple bug bites and maybe just a few wisps that I'm swatting away every once in a while. And so that's the one that I recommend. Okay. Uh, Cutter
1: Lemon Eucalyptus Bug Spray. Sounds good. So we're going to be getting ourselves some Alba. We're going to be getting ourselves some Cutter Lemon Eucalyptus Bug Spray. We're going to be able to go on a run. Yes.
0: So this would probably be the appropriate time to tell everybody that they do not pay us. (laughs) No,
1: no. But we just are sharing you what has worked for
0: us. After years and years of research, really, and trying different things. So you can benefit from that.
1: Laura, you've had some success with oils, essential oils. I have. I actually have um, made my own bug spray by putting lavender, peppermint, and a few other essential oils into a spray bottle with some coconut oil and some water and shaking that up and using it. It's all, I mean, it's very similar to your lemon eucalyptus store brand. And so I've actually used some of your cutter as well. If I don't have my essential oils, they naturally repel plants. And that's why you can get like centranilla plants right. and they kind of help repel the mosquitoes. So if you add some of those bug repelling essential oils into a bottle, and um, that's a great way to do it without chemicals as okay. well. Okay, so. Right.
0: so a couple things to try out to make sure that you're doing the little things to stay healthy. As we are thinking about the little things We're thinking about moments of mindfulness. So these are those little times that you can take. You might not even have five minutes, but maybe just a moment in your day in order to take a breath, remind yourself that we are here in this beautiful place, that we have things to be grateful for, and then continue on this journey. So in addition to taking that one deep breath, In order to uh, just share a moment of mindfulness, another thing that you could do is just pause, watch the outside if you can't get there through a window, and just take a moment and let yourself be absorbed by the way that the trees are moving, maybe the gentle lift of grass outside. Maybe it's the way that people are walking back and forth in front of your window.
1: In a hustle or bustle. Right.
0: Right. And then just allowing that pause to center yourself, allow yourself to breathe, give yourself some grace.
1: Hmm. We all need a little grace. Yes.
0: If you have that moment to step outside, then taking that moment and just stepping outside and lifting yourself up towards the sky and just thinking about something in this life that you are working on. That you can celebrate somebody in this life that you were thankful for, uh, something that you've accomplished this year, and really this year <laughs> <laughs> that you got up in the morning right. and went to work. That
1: you are still here, kicking and fighting and and moving forward. You dressed your kids and fed them. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, you! Right, another moment. Take a moment and hug your pet. Oh, yes. Our pets can be such soothing creatures. Yes. To our souls and our bodies and our minds. Yes. So take that moment, and hug a pet. I
0: talked about one of the things that I've done this past year was make my password uh, something that I wanted to remind myself every day that had to do with mindfulness and so every single time I log in my computer, which is multiple times a day. Right. I am pausing for a minute and taking a moment based on what my login says. I love that. I do, too. And it's it works. So make your login something positive that can give you just a moment. In episode 26... We talked all about mantras.
1: We did. It's a great episode.
0: It is a great episode. And mantras are these things that we just tell ourselves throughout the day. So you can have this moment when you have a mantra. Yes. You can stop and say your mantra. Now, creating a mantra takes...
1: A little bit of thinking. A little bit of time, but it's not rocket science. No. So you can definitely accomplish this.
0: Yes. I had spent maybe three weeks journaling for 10 to 15 minutes every morning and was able to kind of craft my mantra in about three weeks about how I was going to be a planner. And so now when I think about my mantra, I think I am the person that will plan my week ahead of time. There you go. I am the person that will plan my meals ahead of time. And... It is working better than it worked when I didn't have a mantra.
1: Okay. And so it takes time. Just like any new habit, it's not going to be instant. Yes. So you have to say that mantra um, again and again uh, in order to live up to it.
0: Yes. But these moments of mindfulness are the perfect time to say that mantra. So check out episode 26. So, Laura, you have these refocus bands.
1: Yes. So they're similar. You know, we talked about the mantra bands that are like um, a silver or gold a piece of jewelry. So but there are also these refocus bands and it's kind of like the silicone bracelets that were out there, but they're not silicone. They're it's almost like a hair tie. So it's stretchy. So it fits all types of wrists. And essentially one side is some type of design. And so you can go on to their website and there's lots of colors and designs to pick from. And then when you flip it over, there is a message. And so you can pick one that has a pre-made message. So, you know, just keep going or you are worth it. But what's really cool is that you can get a blank one and then you can write your own Ah. mantra or words of positivity. There you go. So and I actually did this for my son. And they're super inexpensive. About seven dollars. Nice. In fact, I think when I got on to order, they were gonna give me a free one. So I was able to get one for myself and one for my son. And with shipping, it was ten bucks for two bracelets. So oh, that's perfect. It's a great little way to just kind of flip it over, refocus your your mind, refocus your self, and then get back on whatever you're doing. So,
0: so, my husband's principal got everybody in his building one of these refocused really? bands. Yes.
1: Okay. Yeah. And it was so cool. That's awesome. that's yeah. like, They do have, like, you know, you can do bigger orders. And I was like, oh, that'd be great for like a team or, but, but a school. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, I loved it. I thought it was such a great idea. So, just those
0: little bits of things throughout your day. Maybe it's the walk because you want the neat. Maybe it's making sure that you're taking care of yourself with your sunscreen, with all of the bug spray that you need for those mosquito swamps that you're going to go to. Or just taking that moment of mindfulness, hugging your pet, thinking about what you're thankful for, uh, changing that login to something that's going to make you pause and smile uh, every single time you log in. It's all in the little things. So your homework this week is going to be short because it's little. But in your notebook, make a short list. Try out a mantra. Try out a moment of mindfulness. List of these ideas. What is it that you can do that you can implement this week? And then just try it out. It's going to take you like a minute. That's not much time. Not much time. And in the meantime, enjoy your week. Go. Move. Breathe. Share kindness with others. You You got got this. this.
1: Do you love Friends Fit 40s? Subscribe to our podcast, leave a review, and share the podcast with your friends. Tag us when you share so we know you are enjoying our work. Also, follow us on Instagram.
0: Feel free to email us at friendsfit40s at gmail.com with your thoughts and comments. We'd love to hear from you.